0: You're listening to the Living Unapologetically podcast, where you'll learn to thrive living the unapologetic lifestyle with your host, Shakita. She'll discuss entrepreneurship, life, faith, dating, and everything in between. You'll be unapologetically you, and she'll be, well, unapologetically her. And now, here's your host, Shakita. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to Living Unapologetically podcast with Shakita, me, the host. <laughs> Today, we are going to be talking about worshiping God regardless of the circumstances. This is something that I have put into practice like crazy in 2023. So I'm really excited to bring this message to you because worship literally has changed my life. I mean, like when your response is worship, like literally your life becomes just like miracle signs and wonders. There's this popular quote that says, show me your life and I'll show you my thoughts. Well, I like to say, show me your life And I'll show you your level of worship. (laughs) My God, worship is so phenomenal. And we are going to get into this message. But before we do, I have some very exciting news. I have a new book coming out in August. I am incredibly excited about this. I had took some time from the podcast to really focus on writing this devotional, asking God for these prayers. The title of this devotional is called Finding Confidence in Christ While Dating and Waiting for Your Godly Husband. This is a 90-day devotional. Filled with phenomenal prayers. I mean, these prayers are from heaven, guys. Like, I literally sought God's face for these prayers. And we are covering every part of a man that you can think of. We are covering his will, his emotions. We are covering his mind, his relationships. We are covering his finances, his, his soul, like the relationship. Like, God has given me 90 different areas To pray over, and I know this devotional is going to bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you. So I'm incredibly excited about that devotional, and it will be launching August 1st. So get a copy, buy a copy, share a copy, gift a copy. You know, I already have so many women on my heart that have been literally asking, like, man, what, what do we do now, right? And I remember last year, me and a sister in Christ, we went on a fast and just really believing God and drawing closer to God. And it was, you know, through that fast that he deposited, you know, the idea for this. So you guys know that fasting and praying is a mighty, mighty thing. And I am going to talk about fasting in another episode because fasting is a way for breakthrough. Fasting is a way for miracles, signs, and wonders to hit your life like never before. But worship, for me, is like that 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 ultimate level of, of just like... I can't even put it into words. It's indescribable. Like when you talk about worship like we're going to talk about today it really sometimes leaves me like speechless because God is such a good God. And sometimes, you know, what the enemy likes to do is make it to where he wears us down and we are unable to worship. We don't want to worship. We are just so tired. We are just so disappointed. We are just so depressed. And we can't. We don't want. I mean, there were seasons where I could not set my eye another scripture because I'm like Lord I've heard this all before I am tired I am weary my soul is heavy God like no no and I had to repent because if you fear God you're not telling God no you have reverence for God you're going to respect God you're going to understand you're you have a fleshly uh you're in the flesh and flesh rises up But no, you're not telling God no, though. (laughs) So I had to repent. Um, But anyways, I was having a really difficult time um, in my life a couple of weeks ago. And things got really hard. And I was like, God, what, what am I supposed to do? What do you want me to do? What? What? And one word I heard, worship. And that's it and I've been worshiping him ever since and I haven't stopped. And sometimes you just hang on to one word until God gives you another one. And I've been worshiping on um you know, in music, you know, listening to praise and worship songs all day, all night. I used to play Uh, like scriptures and different things but I have been playing worship softly at night before bed worship in the office worship in the car worship when I'm in the gym and I'm talking about the type of worship where you are lifting your hands where your heart is melting you know problems are melting like wax like you are falling to your knees you are laid out I'm talking about surrendering everything to God Uh, That has been my position these past couple of weeks because I was really in a a very complex situation. But if you're in a complex situation or you were in a complex situation, you are in good company because the word of God declares that many perplexing situations and circumstances confront the righteous, but the Lord delivers us from all of them. All the time so thank God for that all right guys let's jump right in we are talking today about worshiping God regardless of circumstances um, and we are of course doing this whole five part five step episode um so let's go ahead and start with part one which is the unwavering nature of true worship. There's one scripture from the book of Psalms, verse one, that says, I will exalt the Lord at all times. I will praise the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be on my lips. Okay. Now, when we talk about Praise continually being on your lips. We're not just talking about Wednesday night Bible study and Sunday service. No, we're talking about the praises of the Lord just over takes your life the goodness of God the things that he has done for you are so great and so amazing that you can't stop talking about it to people that you have conversations with over the phone in person at the gym at the grocery store you cannot stop praising God and I know it sounds kind of cliche because we hear people praise God all the time how are you I'm blessed but no I'm for real for real. The praises shall always I will always boast in the Lord. I will always glorify God. His praises will continually be in my on my lips. Like oh my God. You know that scripture that says not the scripture but there's a quote that says if you focus on the negative things, you'll see more negative in your life. But if you focus on the positive things, You'll see more positive in your life. So when you're worshiping God and you have a grateful heart, no matter how bad things are, because sometimes you have to declare from a hard place. Sometimes you have to worship from a hard place. Sometimes you have news that is just devastating. You know, you suffer a great loss. You suffer great devastation, a health crisis, a financial hardship. You know, things are happening to us. We are afflicted left and right. But we have to, from a hard place, praise the Lord, exalt the Lord, think about the goodness of God and his mercy. At all times, the praise will be on our lips. At all times. Part two, we have to worship through adversary. The word of God in the book of Habakkuk 3:17 and 18 says, Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vine, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stall, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. Hallelujah. You know what that means? It doesn't matter what it looks like in your life. There is no harvest. You are barren. You are planting and nothing is sprouting forth. You've been at this thing for a long, long time and nothing is happening. You've been ministering to that loved one and you don't see any salvation. You've been doing this, paying all these bills on time and you still can't get out of debt. You've been walking in love and compassion and you still haven't met your husband or your your godly spouse. Guess what? in the land of famine, in the land where nothing is happening, where nothing is happening, there is nothing, you still will be joyful. We still have to rejoice. We still have to be joyful in God, our savior. We still have to rejoice. You know, the scripture that we're all too familiar with this is a day that the lord has made i will be glad and rejoice it doesn't matter what comes our way it doesn't matter who comes and who goes and i know sometimes it's hard to hear that because when you are in the middle of something like i was in the middle of that thing god i felt like jonah the whole rehold chapter two of jonah (laughs) i felt like jonah chapter two i prayed that prayer all day all night because i was in a tight spot and i I knew, though, it was growing pains. I knew that God was calling me higher, so I had to just press. But I didn't feel like it, and that's when it's the best. That is when it's the best. So it's like it doesn't matter what's happening around you. It doesn't matter what is going on. You still rejoice in the Lord and you are joyful in his salvation. He is your God. He is your Lord. He is the alpha and omega. He is the the creator of heaven and earth. You rejoice in that, right? And so I was like, okay, when God says to worship, You know, I I felt like I had a big problem, but you have to know that God is the problem solver. There is no problem that he, there is not one problem in your life right now, you know, that God can't solve. Did you know that? Did you know that there is not one problem that you are facing right now that God doesn't have the solution for? He is the ultimate problem solver. So guess what? You got a problem. God has a solution. But this problem I felt was very unique. Because I've never had this before. You know, yeah, it's been kind of like this, but not really like this. But what am I going to do? And when God said worship, I I was like, what? (laughs) What do you mean worship? I thought I was worshiping. But no, literally a lifestyle of worship. Even when you wake up in the morning and you don't even feel like it. Your days are so busy. They're so booked. There's so much that you have to do. Worshiping God. Part three, worship in the midst of joy and blessings. You know, gratitude and celebration in worship is phenomenal because the word of God tells us that we ought to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, giving him thanks, praising his name. And this is important because there will be times in the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, that There's a season for everything. There's going to be times where we're crying and there's times that we're laughing. And that could be in the same day. (laughs) There's going to be times of mourning and times of rejoicing. And that can happen in the same day, right? But listen to this. In the midst of your celebration, in the midst of your accomplishments, when you are ever so happy and God is moving, you are still celebrating. You are still joyful. You want to create a habit of worship. What I've learned about habits is it's always good to habit stack, which means you work on one small thing at a time. First would be reading God's word. Every day. Build a habit of reading God's word every day. Second of all, worshiping God. Build a habit of worshiping God in season and out of season. Lord, I thank you. Praising God in advance. I could be walking to the restroom and I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. I just thank you, God. Thank you, God. Like literally at default, your heart is that thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, like just at default, because what happens is when you start to stack these godly habits, even on a bad day on default, worship and praise will be your response. When the enemy comes knocking with whatever he, whatever he's going to do, whatever he's going to try to do, he's knocking your response is going to be praise. Oh, I didn't get the promotion. Well, glory to God. God knows what is behind that door. Oh, I didn't get the listing. Oh, I didn't sell this home. God knows. Oh, this person didn't choose me to be their realtor. God knows. I am so sorry, God. is. <laughs> it's the 4th of July here, so please excuse the fireworks in the background. I just really had to release this message. Um. So, anyways... Glory be to God. When circumstances and things happen in your life, your response is worship. Your response is praise at default. You're listening to worship. You're and you're not just like what I've learned is I'm not just listening to these songs, but my heart is open to receive them because they're ministering to you. And in, in this music, it's it's ministry, right? And so. Even on my good days, when things are phenomenal, I'm praising God. I'm worshiping Him. Worshiping God with thanksgiving. Praising Him. Giving Him thanks. Because God is so good. So continue to worship Him in the midst of joy, in the midst of blessings. Continue to praise Him. Part four. Use God. Use worship. To overcome barriers. You know, worship will help you break free from distractions and obstacles. You have, like I said, I was going through this situation. And I just didn't see my way out of it. But as I started to worship God. I'm telling you, these problems literally melted like wax. The word of God declares in the book of Psalm Psalms 95, six through seven, come let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. Do you know that God is the ultimate bishop of our souls? He is the great shepherd, right? He is leading us he is guiding us. He goes before us to make every crooked path straight. So you have to know that when you are, you know, experiencing a distraction or an obstacle, praising and worship will make those things melt. Now, let me tell you how I know because the Word of God declares that He trains our hands for war. What do we do with our hands? We use them to worship God. We fight our battles through praise, through worship, through prayer. God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. So you have these big worldly problems and you're lifting up your hands and you're praising God and you're worshiping God and you're dancing before the Lord. That's ridiculous. Get on the phone. Make a phone call. Do what you got to do. No, 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 no. We give it to God because he's leading us right? He's given us our portion, right? He knows what's before us when we wake up in the morning. He knows what we're facing, right? And so it's important that we use worship to overcome barriers. We use worship to overcome distractions. We use worship to change our moods, to elevate the the, the atmosphere in our homes, in our workplaces, in our, um, wherever you are, wherever you are, You can change the atmosphere through your worship, through your praise, right? And also, lastly, you have to understand the transformative power of worship. God uses worship to change us from the inside out. The word of God declares in the book of Romans 12, 12, "'Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercies, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to the Lord.'" This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the battles of to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. You have to understand. Since a couple of weeks, since I've been worshiping God, listening to worship, worshiping praising like never before, praising God in advance, shouting. I mean, like literally with my whole heart, I am not the same person. I am not the same person I was a month ago. I am not. So many things have fallen off of me. I mean, ways and characteristics and just mindset and chains, they have just fallen off of me it's beautiful. As you surrender your life to God, you really start to examine, you know, your heart and you really start to see things that are in your heart that you may not even knew was there, you know, and God really put that searchlight on and I was able to see some stuff and I'm like, God, wow, just thanking God for his grace Because he didn't really give me what I deserved. In a lot of situations with the heart that I had, man, I'm like, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, God, for not giving me what I deserve. Because I had a nasty heart, I felt. Um, And God just really opened me up in worship. Worship is like an exchange as you surrender your thoughts, your desires, the way you think things should be, the way you think your life should be, the way you think things are supposed to go, the way you think your children should behave, the way you think your spouse, your business partners, right? mm You just get in God's presence, and it's like a new you. God changes you. He changes you. I have to tell you, my thoughts are so much more healthier. My mind is so much more calmer. I mean, ugh. God is good. He is so good and he is so faithful and I love him so much and I'm so grateful for him and I'm so grateful for this message and I pray that you allow God to open up your heart and you create an atmosphere of worship that you open up your homes to worship. You have um, spaces that you work that you open up to worship. Worship every space you are that you open it up to worship. And, you know, praise songs are really good. You know, I love praise. Like, I listen to praise when I'm running at the gym or lifting at the gym. There's some really good um, artists I, I listen to. Um, but I, when I say worship, I mean literally worship. There are some phenomenal Worship songs on Apple and YouTube. Um, you know, my favorite right now, I'm listening to uh, Somnus Rain. That album is phenomenal. Any one of them. Um, also, I really enjoy uh, Jesus Culture, uh, Kim Walker Smith. Um, just, just man, just worship. Getting back to the heart of worship. Jesus and so um, there's a difference between praise and worship, but just making worship a part of life. So now, you know, I noticed I used to be so anxious and I used to try to figure everything out. But now when things happen and they hit my life unexpectedly, just like everybody else, I'm walking this walk just like everybody else. I have regular feelings just like everybody else, regular desires, dreams, ambition, hope like everybody else. But when things aren't working out, are are just I have to surrender my way, because God's ways are higher. I have to surrender the way I think this ought to happen and who I think it has to happen with. I have to surrender. Worship helps me surrender when I'm sick in my body. Worship helps me heal. It's just supernatural, you know. I haven't had to take pain medication in so long. You know, the slightest headache, where, where's the aspirin? The slightest, where is the ibuprofen? Now, I'm just like, God, standing on your word, right? So, I'm grateful for today. And I want to thank you all for just joining in. You know, I just, the, I mean, sometimes God leaves me just speechless. But I just want us to make a worship a lifestyle praising God anytime, anywhere, that we don't have no shame. You know, when we were in the world, we didn't. I didn't have any shame. When I was listening to, man, I would drive, and I would listen to rap, and it would be so loud. I didn't care who pulled up next to me. I'm, like, rapping. I used to love future. I used to love, like, rap, like, super, like, Migos and, um... Oh my goodness, I can't even think of them, but I was, (laughs) I was really like loving my rap. I used to really love like rap and I would play it so loud and I was so proud and you could hear me coming from like a mile away, like for real, for real. And I am uh, a little embarrassed about it now, but that was me. But God is good. Now I'm worshiping God and the music is is not as loud. But I am worshiping him everywhere, loving him and filling up my heart and my mind and my soul with worship. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I love what I'm seeing. I love how I feel. I just love the momentum. I just love life. I love being able to draw closer to God through worship. You know, worship is a phenomenal vehicle. Um, Phenomenal, phenomenal vehicle. So no matter where you are in life, no matter uh, how horrible of a person you feel you are, how horrible you think your ways may be, your thoughts, whatever, worshiping will definitely change you. And it will definitely change a lot. It will change your life because it has changed my life. So I just give glory to God for this message. And I pray that it blesses you. Hey, if you know someone that has a difficult time worshiping and praising God, you know, and they want to find out just a little bit more about it, share this message with them. You know, guys, share the message, share the message, share the message. I am a big time sharer. If something has blessed me, I will share it. Because you don't know what your friends and your family, your spiritual Um, companion is going through you never know so share don't ever be afraid to share something i share if i'm on tiktok share youtube share instagram share if i see something that blesses me and god drops a name in my spirit i share it so share this message with whoever you feel should hear the message and you all thank you again for listening And as I mentioned, let's make worship a lifestyle, praising God, regardless of what it looks like, what it feels like, what it sounds like, whatever the circumstance. We are going to praise God and worship God like never before in 2023. Amen. Amen. Bye. You've been listening to Shakita on the Living Unapologetically podcast. Join us next Friday when she discusses more of faith, entrepreneurship, and everything in between. Please visit our website for more information www.iamshaquita.com or on Instagram at imshaquita. And don't forget to like and subscribe.